If you're thinking about investing in real estate or maybe you want to expand your portfolio, you have to check out this entire episode as I'll be interviewing Zach LeMaster, who has a one-stop shop to help you build wealth through real estate and investing. Hey, Zach, how's it going today, man? Troy, it's, it's a great day to be a real estate investor like every day. I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me on the show. No, I appreciate you being here. I think you provide a great service for people. And in speaking of service, uh, give us a quick breakdown of, of what you do or what your company does. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. So again, my name is Zachary Master. I'm the owner and founder of one of the nation's largest turnkey providers, Rent to Retirement. And so what we do, Troy, is essentially we invest across the country. We identify the best markets where we see things, where we see long-term investment opportunity, looking at things like landlord-friendly legislation, low taxes, future population, and economic growth, obviously running the cash flow numbers to make sure that you're going to have a, a positively cash-flowing investment property. Once we identify those markets, we go into those markets and build our teams and systems in place to essentially offer turnkey products, turnkey investment properties to our investors, regardless of where they live. It gives them easy access to invest in the best markets throughout the United States. When we talk about a turnkey property, it's really something that is either newly built or fully renovated, leased and professionally managed for them all by our team. So they can easily, you know, build a diversified portfolio or an easy way to get started inv investing in real estate, being a passive investor. So they don't have to go and you know, build their own team from the ground up. So that's essentially what our company does. So in saying that, um, if, if I have a friend that wants to invest 30, 40, 50, 100,000, whatever their budget is, um, they could come to you and say, I want to passively invest in a property and it's got a cash flow. You, you would be the type of company to say, hey, let's put a game plan together and let's help you make some money with that. Absolutely. We try to take a, like a comprehensive approach in, in helping our investors, whether it's your first investment property, your first investment property out of state. Or, you know, whether you're a seasoned investor and you're just looking to diversify and scale, you know, we, we take it on an individual basis where we really help you first come up with a plan, identify how you're going to finance the property, which markets are appropriate for you based on your goals, and then look at what properties from there. We, we operate mainly in single family and small multifamily. We also do a lot of new construction and build to rent products as, as well. But to your point, yes, we're helping people build a business plan. We're not just selling turnkey investment properties. We want to help them build a comprehensive approach. When you're investing in real estate, I truly believe you're building a business and that's the way we, we want to approach it. So also making sure you have the right lenders, accountants, attorneys in place, the, the right property managers, right? And insurance agents, these are things that can vary market to market. And so we really try to offer a full service type of uh, involvement with our investors and help you develop your goals. I also want to point out that what is, you know, a lot of times, like when would someone invest in turnkey? That's a question we get or like, what are the right type of investors? And we've, we found that turnkey can be a great avenue for many people, uh, depending on your situation. But in particular, if you're just looking to get started investing in real estate, you don't know where to get started. If your local market is very expensive and you simply don't have the capital to access an, an investment property in that area, or if it takes a significant amount of capital to buy one property that may not even be positive cash flow, then maybe you're, you know, you might be more successful investing out of state, just, just as we have personally been investing diversified across multiple areas. But we also have full-time investors that, you know, they're doing their own thing and they're looking to, this is an easy way for them to easily access another market where there might be better tax benefits, they might get a better return on their investment, better cash flow, 
and they don't they don't want to build their own team from the ground up. So it's an easy way to access and diversify and scale their portfolio as well. I love that you said that you you establish a game plan. That's always my big thing when I work with with clients is establishing a game plan because it's not one size fits all when it comes to real estate. The other thing I like is that you you have this one stop shop where not only will you establish a game plan, but you don't have to go and an investor doesn't have to come in and figure out repairs. You are turnkey and things are ready to go and they're cash flowing. So I, I think that's amazing. Let me ask you this question. Um, when you're searching for properties, um, I, how do you find properties? Because I know people right now looking to buy property. They can't find anything. You mentioned the high end, uh, high rent districts per se. How do you particularly find properties? I mean, we, we start on a macroeconomic scale, you know, and I, I think uh, just to back up for a sec first, though, I mean, anyone, I think that really, if, if you're interested in investing in real estate, again, whether you, you haven't started yet or you're well on your path, all of us are looking to build, I think, you know, use real estate as a means for potential early retirement, a more predictable or diversified retirement picture. I think a lot of people love the idea of being able to acquire multiple rental properties that grow their net worth over time, but also provide consistent passive income to obtain some sort of financial independence. And we truly believe the path to do that. I mean, there's a lot of different things you can do in real estate, but ultimately, no matter which path you go down, it all funnels to like owning real estate over time, right? And you just got to buy a property and you got to hold it. And if you can do that strategically in the right locations, uh, is going to allow you to build a sustainable, well-diversified portfolio that's really going to set you up for success long-term. And so that's really the, the whole goal. But ultimately, when we're trying to decide on what markets to invest in, the first thing we do is start a macroeconomic scale. So as I mentioned earlier, find the right market, landlord-friendly legislation, low taxes, future population, economic growth, finding areas where the rent ranges are relative to the home prices. Basically, this leads us to invest a lot, not on the coastal areas, well, sometimes southeast, Actually, Florida is probably one of our best markets now, but it's mainly Midwest and Southeast. And these are affordable areas with, a, with attractive tax structures where you still can have positive cash flow and also appreciation. Once we kind of identify a market, we get way more granular and look at the, the microeconomic sector to say, all right, we've realized, for example, we want to be around Kansas City. Um, now, what areas surrounding Kansas City are going to give us the best balance of being in an area where you can have positive cash flow, but also avoiding kind of low, low income type of areas because we don't do a lot of low income. We want to be kind of in this like middle B range type of property where you get a quality tenant, but you're also the numbers can make sense and you still have room for growth. Um, and so we may look a lot at like secondary markets and ter tertiary markets areas within say an hour commute of a metropolitan area. We want to look at the median home prices, the median income for tenants in that area. How many, how many tenant to, um, tenant to homeowner occupants are there usually around in a B-class area. We're seeing a lot of like a 50%, give or take 10% in that area. We want to be an area that's going to be attractive to tenants. So generally lower crime, good school districts, um, but areas that are also in the path of progress. We talk about this a lot on our podcast is being in areas where, you know, there's new jobs coming, there's new transportation, maybe an area that is going through some revitalization or gentrification because you can really ride that appreciation wave up. Uh, and sometimes it can be block by block, but that's where it really comes down to knowing the market and understanding the demographics. We use 10 city planning meetings in those areas. Um, and it's just kind of figuring it out over time. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, in, in overall, what it sounds to me is that you're, again, your one-stop shop 
and you're going through all the data to make sure that when your investor is investing in a property, they're not looking at you know two years, three years later to go, oh my gosh, uh, we're not in the path of progress, or we're, we're we're not able to increase our rents or get a bigger return on our investment on top of the fact it's already turnkey. So I, I think that's all amazing. When an investor wants to invest with you, um, or use your services, what are they looking at as a time frame? Let's say an investor says, Hey, I'm ready to go right now. I've got $50,000. How long would it take for you to help them find a property and get a game plan together? You know, if, if they have capital ready to go, and the first thing we would do is actually figure out the financing aspect and, you know, just to make sure like, are you going to be using conventional financing? If so, your Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac loans, like let's get you pre-qualified with one of those lenders. If, if you're not going to access one of those, if you want to use like a portfolio type of loan or invest through say a retirement vehicle, like a self-directed IRA, and you need different types of financing or you're self-employed, you know, that that's the first step is figuring out financing. But we consistently have properties for sale that are on our website publicly available at any point in time. And we'll have between, I don't know, 40 to 60 properties available that are either you know, they're either newly built or renovated and already leased, or they may be, they may be in some, um, you know, progress step of being renovated. So they're like two weeks to completion, but really, I mean, it's, it's based on the investor. So if they're mentally and emotionally and financially ready, and we can spend a couple phone calls with them to help them map out their, their game plan, then it's just a matter of getting financing figured out, identifying the properties that fit their, their criteria, putting them under contract going through the normal due diligence you would with any real estate transaction, appraisals, inspections, title work, and then getting set up with property management as you, as you close that property. I would say average closing is about 45 days. So when you're talking about financing, uh, you help the investor. Uh, do, does your company offer financing or do you just walk them down the path of different financing possibilities? We're, we're not a lender. And so we don't, we don't offer financing, but we have a large network of lenders that we vetted and, you know, looked at their, who's going to offer the best rates and terms. It's advantageous for you to have a lender that's you know going to be able to be licensed in all states so they can lend in multiple states. Because as you grow your portfolio, you're likely going to want to diversify across multiple areas. So we don't offer the loans, but we have a large network of lenders that uh, you know, li likely based on on your goals are going to be able to assist you and offer the best rates and fees. Sometimes we've even negotiated um, better rates and fees because we send a lot of business to these lenders, but you don't, you don't have to use them, uh, you know, but, but it is a resource for you. And same thing with having, you know, the right team members like uh, real estate accountants and uh, attorneys, if you need to set up an LLC structure, I mean, to your point earlier, we try to be that one-stop shop where we have all the tools and resources and network for you to be a successful investor regardless of where you're investing long-term. Another question that, that popped in my head was most of the properties that you have are rehabbed or new construction. Do you ever dip into the market where there's a tenant already in place that you're able to show an investor, hey, this is a great buy and there's a tenant already in place. So you're going to have instant money coming in once you close escrow or is that not part of, uh, is that not normal with, with your plan? We have a very uh, methodical process to, to follow that we've certainly developed over the past you know, decade plus of working through things. Essentially, we don't take inherited tenants because uh, we found that that's just less predictable. And you know, if there's a property that, that may already have a tenant, well, sure, they could be an excellent tenant. Um, they could also you know, not be. And so a lot, we sometimes will acquire properties 
that that have tenants, but sometimes you know they may be paying under market rent. Um, you know they they may need to be evicted or they're behind. That's usually when we find these distressed deals as there's a tenant issue. Uh, but we don't want to pass that on to one of our investors. So we want to follow the same process of you know do the renovations, increase rents to where they should be at the market, uh, or have a newly built house where we can go through the process where we've personally vetted the tenant. Right, we've gone through this extensive vetting criteria and make sure that the tenant that we're placing in the property to meet to set our investor up for success has has gone through that standard process. And when when we talk about uh, property management, if you're in multiple states, you have different property management companies that uh, will help these investors no matter what state that they're purchasing in, obviously, if it's for sale. Right. And you're not doing a lot of stuff in California, I imagine, like you said, on the coast. So tenant friendly or landlord friendly, I mean, and uh, your property management, you'll be able to guide them through the property management process. Right. Absolutely. And so we have property management teams in each area because you absolutely need a boots on the ground team for property management. I mean, some people do ask, like, well, what if I want to self-manage? I highly recommend not doing that, even if you're investing locally. Um, you know, because while sure it could be valuable experience, the reality is your time is better spent looking at this, like a business owner instead of a business operator and working on your business and hiring in people and professionals to do things like management. So you can focus your time on growing the business and your family and important things like that. But yes, we've, we've vetted property managers in these areas and we, we have a very extensive process to go through. We have a track record established with them before we even allow them to work with our investors. Again, you don't have to go with them. This is just a resource for you that we, that we provide. And, and I think to that point that goes to the Robert Kiyosaki theory. You know, if you're a, if you make cupcakes and you may not know how to run the cash register or greet people up front. So it's your time's always better spent doing what you're good at. And if you have the money to invest and somebody's going to take care of the rest of the stuff for you, don't chase pennies when you can be collecting dollars by letting someone else do their job. It's, I know it's astonishing. And a lot of newer investors, they want to self-manage because maybe either it's a scenario where you know, they want a property locally, they want to have control over that aspect, or they want to, you know, maybe that's the only way to make the numbers work is to just try to self-manage, even though that's, you know, at the end of the day, though, to your point, I love that you said, you know, don't trade, don't chase pennies uh, when you can receive dollars. I, I love that. We'll probably have to start using that. But um, I mean, it's just a matter of like, yeah, your time is better spent finding more deals, being creative, bringing in partners, finding the next you know, market you want to invest in, finding how to grow your business versus taking tenant calls and changing toilets and those sort of things, which are not fun jobs anyways. And your 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 dollar time, your the amount that you're paid with even your W2 is crazy how many people we have that are like, you know, engineers or doctors, attorneys, lawyers, whatever that are, uh, you know, but they're self-managing properties. It's like, how much do you get paid per hour at your normal job? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just there. And yes, there's probably better people out there with a whole system that you should just rely on them and hire them and right hire the right people in your business. I agree 100%. Um, when it comes to duplicating the process, um, I want to address as for someone that's a young investor and they've got a little bit of money and they're going to buy a property. What type of advice can you give or what type of game plan, just very broad, would you say to a new investor that says, hey, I've got some money, I want to buy a property, and in a year from now, I want to buy another property? What, what kind of advice would you give a, a new investor like that? So, and this is in your scenario, they, they have capital, so they can invest now, right? 
Yep. Um, and then, and then, you know, what, what would they be best doing moving forward? I think, well, the first thing you can do is educate yourself, right? And there's a ton of podcasts like yours, Troy, that are uh, very educational out there. And that's, that's good. You can read books, but at the end of the day, you have to take action and that's, you have to have firsthand experience. A lot of people get stuck in this analysis paralysis phase where they feel like they may be taking progress steps because they're reading and educating. And while that's important, it's only important for uh, a period of time. For example, if you're, I, I think a 30 day period of seriously listening to podcasts or reading books, like if you're doing it much longer than that, you're just putting it off, right? You're not really making a, ser a serious effort into building your portfolio. And the people that are successful in real estate, they do it. Now, I'm not saying it's easy. It's, it is daunting for buying your first property, especially if it's out of state. Um, you know, but that's where, why it's important to surround yourself with people that you can learn from, be making sure that you're working with the right professionals and just ultimately have a criteria, map out your criteria, understand like, all right, this is the amount of capital I want to have to invest. For example, if it's $40,000 or whatever, and you're buying an investment property, meaning you have to put 20, 25% down, you can afford a $200,000 house. Now, assuming you don't want to be in a terrible area and you want to be positive cash flow. What markets can you identify that are going to give you the type of return? Say, if you want to get a 10% cash on cash return on your money, then you know what markets are you going to be able to, to accomplish that in? And so it's just a little bit of reverse engineering of what's your goal and then work backwards of how are you going to do it. I would encourage people to write down goals and revisit them, talk to people about them, maybe even find a like a mentorship or a, uh, you know, a mastermind or something or an accountability partner is the biggest thing. Um, but ultimately, at the end of the day, you got to take action, find out, find an investment, have a baseline criteria. And when you find an investment property that fits that, don't overthink it. Don't look for the you know needle in the haystack type of unicorn deal that's going to be the home run because people build generational wealth and big wealth in real estate simply by taking the base hits and doing it consistently, right? Finding a deal that meets their criteria, buy it, and then move on to the next. And, and as this person goes through the steps of doing that, they're going to learn, they're going to be a very, I mean, just going through the process yourself with, with you know, assistance, that's going to allow it to really sink in and solidify the, the education and information. It's going to allow you to be a more successful and savvy investor long-term. And then for the next property, you know, I mean, there's a ton of different ways we could go from there. I mean, you own the property, evaluate it, make sure it's cash flowing well, and then rinse and repeat. And every property you buy, there's something else that you learn that you can implement into the next property that you buy. And there's all sorts of creative ways you can scale up and partner with people and, you know, get creative, which we probably don't have time to go into, but it's all about taking action. I agree. And I, you nailed it. There's a lot of analysis paralysis. And I think if people were to reach out to you and your company, you're going to be able to help them through the process in a much faster pace than reading a stack of books and guessing you guys already have a, a system that works. It's in place. It works. And to me, what I'm seeing, it's, it's a simple game plan with the investor to go, what do you have to invest? What are you looking to make? Let's find you something that that's yeah. what I see. And that's what I hear in, in your system. Um, and, and I love it. I think it's fantastic when you're looking for properties on top of all of the other analysis in which you do, what is your basis? Are you looking at a five-year future return, a 10-year future return? What is your mindset when it comes to return for the investors? And this is one of the beautiful things about real estate. And just to, you know, as a disclaimer here, we don't do any investing. When I say we, it's like my wife and I, we don't do any investing personally outside of real estate. 
you know, I don't have a 401k, I don't invest in stocks, commodities, bonds, whatever. We know real estate, I think is Warren Buffett that said, invest in what you know and nothing more. But we know that real estate is where we can be the most strategic to build the financial future that we want. We didn't talk much about my story, but I have a background in healthcare as an optometrist. I was a captain in the Air Force for seven years. I mean, we did, we worked in healthcare and we did that. We were able to retire in our 30s early on earning, you know, six figure plus income in our just regular job through investing in real estate. It didn't happen overnight, but it did happen over a short period of years just by consistently buying properties. Um, but when we look at returns, I think this is a beautiful thing about real estate is there is a reason why more millionaires are made in real estate than any other asset class. And there's more and more millionaires being created today through real estate than, than ever before. It's because real estate is more accessible. Uh, and because of companies like ours and our vision and our mission is to make real estate across the country accessible, you know, allowing people, regardless of where they live, to invest in some of the best markets. But I like to use the um, acronym why real estate is the ideal investment to kind of paint the picture of how you build wealth in real estate over time. Some people just are hyper-focused on the cash flow. Okay, if I put you know, $20,000 down on this $100,000 house and it's going to cash flow me $250 a month, that's $3,000 a year or whatever, uh, you know, or $2,500 a year, is that going to be you know, a 10% or 12% cash on cash return, whatever the case is? But the reality is, while that's important and that compounds over time, especially as rents go up and you acquire more doors, the reality is real estate builds wealth with all the other things. So to go through the acronym, I is income, right? That's your, your cash flow. D is depreciation and tax benefits. My personal favorite thing about investing in real estate because there's no other asset class that comes close. E would be the equity buildup over time. And this is really talking about the tenant, this particular scenario, the tenant paying the loan down, right? So really you're buying a house using leverage, but the tenant's making paying that loan off for you. Um, a would be appreciation as the price goes up on the property. You know, in that example, if you put twenty thousand dollars down on a house and the house is worth one hundred thousand dollars and it goes up five percent over one year, which is reasonable, now the house is worth one hundred and five. Uh, you have five thousand dollars of equity, and you put twenty twenty thousand dollars down, you have a twenty five percent return on your money. Whereas if you invest twenty thousand dollars in stocks and it goes up five percent, you have a thousand dollars at the end of the year, right? So that's a huge thing. And then leverage is, we kind of went through the example with leverage and the power with that, but leverage is extremely powerful. But really owning real estate over time, we combined all those returns. They're less tangible. Sometimes they're harder to calculate. But when you look at the tax benefits, the appreciation, the debt pay down, the leverage, in, in addition to the income that increases over time, you, you get this exponential graph of growth. When you invest in real estate, it's hard to see that initially because you're it's a little bit linear in the beginning. You're buying your next property, but it does compound over time. And Troy, I know that, that I went on a ton of different tangents and got on my soapbox. But we, right. look at, we look at all of those. We look at all of those returns and how they compound over time to build wealth. I love that. Um, I have to say, you're, you're one of the first guests in a long time that I've spoken with that really has the whole ball of everything together. We didn't even get into depreciation that a lot of people don't think about when they have an investment property, they get to depreciate that, which helps them on a tax benefit that a lot of people don't think about. So there's there's a value to that besides the monthly income and, and the appreciation and so on and so forth. Um, maybe we'll, uh, what I'd like to do, I won't even say maybe, what I'd like to do is schedule another um, interview with you and we'll talk more about the depreciation and we'll dig a little bit deeper for some of the, uh, for the new investors and some of the savvy investors. I know savvy investors that uh, don't do a lot of, uh, of what you're talking about. 
I'd love to come back on and talk about that. And if you get me started on tax benefits of real estate, it's, uh, you know, we might, we probably need to schedule an hour because our goal just with our own personal investing, and this is a beautiful thing about real estate. If you buy enough property, you can make millions of dollars per year, whatever you can offset. If you buy enough property, no matter what your income is, you can offset your entire income to be at zero. Taxes are our largest expense that all of us are going to have to pay in our lives. And real estate it provides a huge amount of advantages to offset your active income. If you're you know, an active investor, a real estate professional, you can offset your, your taxes, potentially all of your taxes, even from your spouse income, from your W-2, your active income, as you, if you can qualify for real estate professional, you're required to take depreciation on your assets per IRS code. And if you don't, you're penalized as if you you know, you basically IRS counts it as if you took it anyway, even though you didn't. So you you do need the right CPA and you need to be taking depreciation. And right now we have a lot of exciting things you can do where you can do accelerated depreciation on properties. And, uh, you know, we, again, we won't go into that, but I agree. Let's get, let's get, uh, let's get another one scheduled here, Troy. For sure, man. I, I so appreciate you. Um, tell everyone how they can reach out to you. In my opinion, this is a company you've got to reach out to and dig in with because they're all in one and it's 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 a simple process yeah if you're interested to learn about rental real estate even if you haven't bought your first property you're still thinking about it or if you're an experienced investor we'd be happy to talk with you share resources talk about where the up and coming markets right now and uh, you know we're just we love talking about real estate but if you want to learn more you can visit rent to retirement.com that's rent to retirement.com you can call one 800 311-6781 to set up a time to speak with an investment strategist. That's always the first thing we want to do is just have a, a free consultation with you to talk about what your goals and experiences are, tell you about investing across the nation, see if we would be a right fit to work with you. And uh, our website has all of our social media. We put out a ton of content with podcasts and YouTubes on really all things real estate related. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you uh, being on the show and let's do this again. Awesome. It was a pleasure. Thanks so much, Troy. Thanks so much for checking out this episode of Real Estate Talk. If you'd like to be a guest on our podcast and video blog, check in the description below and reach out to us. We'd love to talk to you about what you do in regards to all things real estate. Until next time, my friends, make it a great day.